Thanks for listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. For that, you deserve a holiday with RAA. Win your dream holiday thanks to RAA Travel. Just register at safm.com.au. RAA does holidays everywhere, every day. Book yours today with RAA. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Scrolling through the gram yesterday and I read the headline, Adelaide fitness queen Kayla Etzenas reveals controversial opinion on pregnancy. And I must admit I was hooked in. Oh, well, they've what, done their job. What's she done that's controversial around pregnancy? Is this clickbait? <laughs> Absolutely. And she got me in. <laughs> uh, the clickbait being she mm. has made the, and again, in uh, inverted commas, surprising admission yeah. that she doesn't like being pregnant. Oh, God, is that why we've stopped everything? (laughs) It's an admission. She's admitted this scandalous fact. Kayla Girl, I am with you. I hated my three pregnancies. I had cankles. I had restless legs. I had insomnia. I had jarring pelvis Mm. pain. I could not wait to meet my babies. Hated carrying Mm. them in my belly. (laughs) Well, Bic, I've got to ask, from a male point of view, it looks like it's bloody tough. And I've watched three kids be born and it That's is... That's even tougher. A bloody challenge. Was it challenge. like watching your favourite pub burn down? No, <laughs> I don't even like that. Line. And I was at the business end. I was there, although I did faint when the third one came out. Um, but I've got to say, of course it looks like it's bloody tough. It's unbelievable. Your whole body changes. I can only try and link it to being, you know, when you've been really badly injured. You just go, well, I can't do what I'd normally do because I'm injured. You can't do what you normally do because you're growing a human being in there. It must be bloody tough. Oh, and also I forgot the most taxing thing. You can't drink for like, not even just nine months, then you're breastfeeding. Um, You can't drink for more than a year. Did you have any insane cravings? Uh, No, I didn't. You know what I did? I was an insane cleaner. I had the nesting instinct so strongly. I was down on my hands and knees scrubbing skirting boards. It was bizarre. I hate cleaning, but I cleaned like a crazy person when I was pregnant. Um, Physically, how taxing is it? Well, look, I had, I can't complain. I had no medical complications whatsoever. Mm. Um, It's just the, it's just the, particularly towards the end, the weight of carrying that extra, extra life inside of you. But I I don't like the implication. I think that there is, if you don't like being pregnant, that somehow you're not maternal Mm. or you're going to hate your baby or you don't want to be a mother. It's got nothing to do with the child you're carrying. It's just the weight on your body and the responsibility. Now tell me a question without uh, warning. Mm. What's the best thing about being pregnant then? Because we're hearing how hard it is and your belly sticks out and Um, your cankles are there and early days for me it was having boobs (laughs) really flat chested and i'm like look at these puppies And, and bringing a human into the world. <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, look, I'm with Kayla. That is not a controversial opinion. No. She's also prefaced it by saying, I'm grateful to be blessed with the ability to have a baby. So I, obviously a lot of people struggle to get pregnant, yeah. so they might find this you know, entitled for us to complain about it. I do yep. understand it is an absolute privilege and mm. honour to be able to carry a baby. Mm. But I don't think this whole like, oh, you're glowing during pregnancy. It's a lot of BS. You don't glow. You just sweat. Um. <laughs> Does the whole pelvic floor thing become an issue or is that just something the blokes hear about and go, oh, rip? If you watch, yeah. if I sneeze, I always cross my legs. <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda. Well, very excited last night. Uh, our man, Thanasi Kokonakis, had a big win. He is now into the semifinals of the Adelaide International tonight, Beck. Um, this is how it went down. It's the perfect game to wrap it up for Thanasi Kokonakis. Three set winner, and the dream is alive. 
The dream is certainly alive for us. He won this tournament last year. He's now in the semifinals tonight against Roberto Bautista Agut, who is the number four seed. I'm Beck. I'm very excited to announce. Joining us on the phone now is Tanasi's dad, Trevor. Morning, Trev. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Beck. Oh, you must be a very proud father. Oh, absolutely. He does. He does it to me, you know, at this time of the year. He did it last year as well. Nah, good on him. Good um, on Trev, him. Absolutely delighted. Trev, as a dad, when you're sitting up there in the stands yesterday, and it was a wonderful atmosphere at Memorial Drive last night, Tadassi uh, had a brilliant first set, whipped through it, lost the second in a tiebreak, then was magnificent in the last. Take us through the emotions, the roller coaster of it all as a dad sitting there. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, look, I, I, I don't like uh, – I've got, I've got a, a couple of people that I don't mind sitting next to or don't mind them sitting next to me. Mm. And this, um, uh, everyone else has to take a real wide berth because I act like <laughs> an idiot, you know. Yeah. Um, Sounds like me I, at a board I, game, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. No, this is a lot worse, Beck. I don't know. The, the tennis, I've watched my son, my older son, play footy and it's yep. not as stressful, believe me, you know. It's, uh, yeah, look, I really try and uh, I'm almost doing what Tanasi should be doing, like slow the breathing, relax, you know, all that sort of stuff. <laughs> Um, Trev, one thing that really sticks with me, and I, I heard you say this many, many years ago, and I love this because there's some crazy tennis dads out there in the world, and you are not one of the crazy ones. Um, you're, oh, you're you, haven't, you haven't seen me. You haven't seen me up close, mate. Trev. <laughs> <laughs> well, Trev, I have, and this is why I know this is legit. I remember uh, yeah. you always saying for Thanasi, the number one thing is he has to be a great person, and then number two, a great tennis player. And God, you've been very hard on that for his whole life, haven't you? Oh, look, I think that's the thing of all dads and all parents. I think that's, I don't know that I'm doing anything anything different to what most parents uh, would do in that uh, that's what makes them proudest. So, look, I'm, I'm wrapped with Thanasi, but what makes them proudest is for them to be, uh, you know, proper upstanding citizens uh, and uh, of um, uh, value and use to the community. I think uh, that's, uh, you know, have a degree of respect um, amongst your peers and amongst um, your community and people around you. Well, speaking so, of his peers, Trevor, the doubles partnership with Nick Kyrgios, Nick Kyrgios, very divisive tennis character. How do you put up with those theatrics on court? Oh, look, <laughs> he, he, sometimes he, he goes over the top. I mean, he, he that's Nick. I mean, they, I, we knew what Nick was about. Uh, Thanasi and Nick uh, have been playing against one another and been in each other's company for years. Uh, mm. So um, Nick, Nick, uh, I mean, that's, uh, uh, yes, he's divisive. Yes, he speaks his mind uh, in a lot of things and a lot of stuff he's wrong and other stuff he's right. And uh, a lot of us uh, would have those thoughts coming through, some of those that Nick has, but perhaps have a little bit of a filter and, and uh, at the time don't <laughs> don't make them public. But, but look, it, look, it, 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 Look, Fanasi doesn't mind it. Uh, yeah. You know, he, uh, he he doesn't mind it. Uh, they know each other. They know what they're about uh, deep down, uh, uh, which is a little bit different to what comes out uh, uh, publicly. But uh, yeah, yeah, look, it was uh, last year was um, um, at the Aussie Open was uh, was a wild ride, and uh, um, it, as I said, it's a one-off. I don't want to raise anyone's expectations that this is going to be a repeat because mm. um, last year both Nick and Fanasi went out of the singles fairly early, and then yeah. they could focus on their doubles. Mm. It wasn't a fluke that they won it in the sense that they certainly have got the ability and, and talent to, uh, to do it and do it fairly easily. Um, uh, but uh, the thing is they uh, both of them want to concentrate, of course, on their singles, and uh, yeah. uh, if not one or both, um, I'd expect to have um, to go in you know, a few more rounds um, in the Aussie Open this year. 
Well, Trev, we're going to be there courtside tonight to watch Thanasi in the semi-final, Adelaide International against Roberto Batusta Agut. Um, congratulations, mate. It's absolutely fantastic, and we look forward to seeing you tonight. Thank you, Mark. Thanks, Beck. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Oh, my gosh. Look at these trending topics. Harry's memoir, Spare, is out this week. uh, And we'd already seen a few leaked passages. And we knew, we thought we knew, the most controversial parts in it. Now, this is the bit that I love is because he's on Audible, right? So you can buy the book... And you can actually hear Harry read it to you yeah. rather than read it to yourself. That, to me, is the really fascinating part because in Harry's own words, yeah. you can find out what's going on. And you were planning to download it. Have you yes. started listening I haven't yet? done it yet. I'm going to do it on the weekend. Okay. Well, obviously, people have started listening. Now, we've already discussed on the show that one of the revelations that set tongues wagging was the fact that he confessed that he came back from a trip to Antarctica. Or oh, yes, that's right. Uh, just before Will's wedding. Yep. And an important extremity in his body was frozen. Well, he certainly, uh, well, frostbitten his meat and too. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. in order to treat this, mm. he did something rather unusual. I've been trying some home remedies, including one recommended by a friend. She'd urged me to apply Elizabeth Arden cream. My mum used that on her lips. You want me to put that on my todger? It works, Harry. Trust me. I found a tube and the minute I opened it, the smell transported me through time. I felt as if my mother was right there in the room. No. And I took a smidge and no. applied it down there. Harry. Where, Harry. where no. do we start to unpack no. how messed up that is? He's put a cream mm. whose scent reminds him of his dead mother. Who used to put it on her lips. On her lips. On, on his, his bits. No. Yes. Yep. What? What even? I'll tell you what's as disturbing as that whole fact is that he uses the term todger. <laughs> It is so English, isn't it? Um, you know, that is wrong, isn't it? I just think uh, I've been really trying to defend Harry for so long, but I think some things can just stay in your head. You know, you don't have to overshare everything to the point of the brand of the cream that you put mm. on your woo yep. And his mum's back in the room as he's doing it. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> he's picturing his mother while he's touching his... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. I know. Like through a medium, she's back in the room as he's, as he's rubbing it on. rubbing it. Yeah. What? Well, I'm but fascinated because I would assume that she would have just used a chapstick. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Oh, Friday the 13th. Friday. Oh, no. Oh, I forgot. I should even be up or awake. Um, do you have any superstitions at all? I just have the normal ones. Like, I'd never walk under a ladder. I would never yep. put an umbrella up inside. Okay. I, if I see a black cat when I back out of my driveway because there's one down the street, I go, oh, it's going to be a bad day today. I thought you were going to say I hit the accelerator. Oh. Go, that is horrible. <laughs> I would never condone um, that sort of behaviour. What about you? You've got a lot. Yeah, I do. I'm actually paralysed by superstitions. Um, it, probably the worst one that I have is that I jump three times before I go to bed. It's highly and then unusual. In the middle of the night, if I go to the toilet and I come back into bed, I'll jump three times before I go back into bed. I oh. don't know how. I don't know why. But three is like a magic number in my life. But then when you think about it, three is such an important number in the world because you think three amigos, Huey, Dewey, Louie, <laughs> three little pigs, past, present, future, um, no. today, tomorrow, yesterday. Everything's based around the number three. I don't know why you started with three amigos. but <laughs> <laughs> What about the three wise men? Mm. Um, Belthazar, Melchior and Casper. Mm. Right? Mm. Everything is based around three. So my life is around threes. And I also, too, have issues, and many people probably have this, 
um, you know, walking on cracks and that sort of thing. Yeah. So if I go for a run and there's pavers everywhere, I'm sort of tiptoeing like I'm Nigel Smart so walking on hot coals at the crow's Break your mother's back. Mm. Sorry? Step on a crack, break your mother's back. That's what. Oh, that's where that comes from. I thought that's more than a superstition. That's quite <laughs> yeah, inappropriate. All right, 13, 10, 60. It's Friday the 13th. Yeah. Give us your... Superstitious. Yeah, we know. So it's very superstitious. So what are you superstitious well. about? Am I an orphan? Is there anyone more superstitious than me? I'd love Ooh. to know. Yeah, 131060, okay. give us a buzz. Is there something that you really, mm-hmm. really won't do or have to do? Our um, producer just came in with an open umbrella yeah, and you twitched. Don't mess with my juju, man. Yeah, your That's no good. Uh, we were now. just talking about the things that sometimes you get a little caught up with. Uh, we've just looked at a couple more. Um, whistling inside invites evil. Never heard that before. Me neither. Um, don't put new shoes on the table. Yeah, I know that, that one. one. Uh, what are, oh, anything your kids do? Um, if we see an ambulance, we all quickly hold our belly buttons in the car because it brings good luck to the people in the ambulance. Is that right? Yeah. I don't know if other people that, do that. Thirteen, ten, sixty. Yeah, well, quickly quick, hold is, your belly button. Is that like a Morse family tradition? I know other. I know other people um, do it. Sends good luck. My kids hold their breath when you go through the tunnel on the freeway. Yes. You know when you're up near Crafers. Yeah. And so we've got a friend that lives up that way. So every time we go up there, they all sit there and just go. <gasps> yeah, my kids do that. And then too. I slow down to about sixty k an hour, and they're going, so- <laughs> waiting for them to burst. Uh, we have got Charlene from Gillies Plains. Good morning, Charlene. Happy Friday the thirteenth. Have you got any? Weird or quirky superstitions? Morning, Beck and Soda. How are you both? Good. What are yours? Um, I don't like having my... My mother always said, do not cross your knives. If you cross your knives, um, you'll have an argument with someone what? or a fight. What's so a, just, are you talking like when you're having dinner or when you're in a, yeah, in a fight or a duel? No, no. <laughs> you know, if you put your dishes in the sink or something or you pick oh. up a couple of, and you cross the knives over, she used to say to me, do not do that. I always have an argument or a fight with someone. And right. she, did, she told me when I was school age to this day, I don't do it. I will really? not do it. Yeah, I just will not do it. Yep. Um, I'm not I'm not weird about Friday the 30th, things like that, but yep. crossing the knives. And even even now, I don't trust crossing a fork over. I'll even cross that, take that off just in case. Oh, Charlene, um, you've seen your mum and you've raised her. You're going to any sort of cutlery. <laughs> Don't cross your cutlery. Exactly. Um, Charlene, thank you so much. Keep your uh, knives side by side. You know um, what about the one they say, um, if you cheers someone and you don't make eye contact? Yes. Seven years of bad luck in the bedroom. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. So if you, yeah, you know that, don't you, please? I must have done it seven years ago. <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda. Now let's go. Is it right? Is it wrong? We are checking Adelaide's uh, pulse on uh, some moral dilemmas this week. Mm. We've had some juicy ones. We've saved the best for last. Something that you did. mm, I don't think it's that bad, and you were horrified. Uh, Look, it is a judgment zone here, right? Well, you certainly want to know what you think. Um, Look, now, I was telling you this story yesterday, and I saw your jaw drop and go, you cannot behave in this manner. Mm. So essentially what happened was, you know, we've, Got some big heat waves that have happened just recently, and it's going to be stinking today and also over the weekend. So my son, Felix, who I think is a bit of a mini-me, he's 10 years of age. Yeah. Uh, the other day, it was stinking hot. We'd been for a swim, so we got our boardies on. We went to the servo, filled the car been up. Been for a swim at the beach or in a pool? Been at the pool, right? Okay. So we've got our, got our boardies on. We've gone down the servo to get some petrol and to grab a couple of drinks and that sort of thing. And so we've just got the boardies on. Just That's the boardies. It, nothing on us. top. Nothing on top. Shoes? No shoes. No nothing. Because it was a quick trip down just down to the OTR to grab some drinks and to get some fuel. Anyway, while I was there, I said, Felix, are you hungry? And he goes, yeah, I wouldn't mind something to eat. And I said, what are you feeling like? 
And he goes, oh, it's hot, maybe some sushi. And I went, beautiful, okay. So we snuck down and there's a sushi takeaway and then it's attached to a sushi train. And I thought, well, it's so hot. I wanted some respite. So instead of getting takeaway, we said, well, let's just go into the sushi train and we'll have lunch. No. Yes. <laughs> In just your shorts. We both had board shorts on. No shoes. Yes. And no tops. So yeah. we walked in and had a look and thought, geez, it's cool. We've got to go. We well, may you're getting well funny down. looks. We may as well treat ourselves. Oh, I don't really notice. So anyway, we, we've gone in and we've sat down. I said, are we okay for a little booth for two? So we're sitting there in the sushi train. And then it sort of struck me because you're waist down, you know, you're covered by the table. I've looked down and I'm like, oh, little Felix looks nude. And I went, oh, hang on. <laughs> so do I. Okay. And then I've realized that a couple of people started to look around. And we were sitting in the sushi train in board shorts only. No. What no, do you mean, no, no, it's hot. Not even you can't even cross degrees, the mate. road from Henley Beach and go into the Henley Beach Pavilion without putting a shirt and th- and yeah, well, that's going on. into a pub. That's a bit different. No, no, you no need the Pavilion is where all the shops are. Oh right. Um, what I will say is, you are pretty comfortable with your ring, aren't you? To be doing that, no, you're I'm not. happy with the setup. No, you're so happy with your setup. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, you are. There's no way if you oh had a dad goodness. bod and were carrying Listen. a few extra kgs that you would go and eat in public with your shirt off. Listen, I am Got an you. old man, right? And I'm comfortable in my own skin because really I can't be bothered caring what other people think. Because you know someone gave me a piece of advice a little while ago, which I think is brilliant. And it's the piece of advice is um, it's none of your business what anyone thinks of you. Yeah, I do like that. Because that's their opinion. Yeah. So, but I didn't. You could probably deserve... go a size higher in that shirt too, just to be honest. <laughs> what do you mean? This is this is Felix's t-shirt. I was able to squeeze in. No, but I actually had the feeling. Right, we didn't design to go out wearing just board shorts. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. the no. fact that we found ourselves in that circumstance. No. What do you mean, no? Show some decorum. That mm. was decorum. Okay, All right, that, right or yeah, wrong, let Adelaide Come decide. On. Can you wear just your bathers, no shirt, no shoes, in a cafe? Is it right? Is it wrong? Adelaide, you decide. <laughs> Soda and his son ate at a cafe, not yep. even near the beach. Just clarifying, not yes. near the beach. No, other side of town. We were at the sushi train. Now, can I just, in my defence, 40 degrees, dropped into the servo to get some petrol and some drinks. We only had boardies on because we'd been in the pool. Mm. Got hungry, so we went in the sushi train and sat down and had lunch. You wouldn't want to get a bit of wasabi on your nipple. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? Oh, look how happy you are with that. <laughs> yes, oh, a bit of wasabi I just, nipple. I, lo- I just love saying wasabi. Okay, well done. <laughs> okay, so right or wrong, bathers, <laughs> right cafe, wrong. no top, no just shoes. Is it culturally inappropriate if you pretend to say it in a Japanese accent? Well, I didn't say it. Oh, I, oh, I, don't know. I would probably avoid it. Uh, right, okay. Paul from Mawson Lakes. Paul, you are certainly backing me up. It's okay to go and eat at the sushi train just in your bathers, isn't it? Morning. No, not at all. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> not at all. You don't even sit down at the dinner table to eat without a shirt on, mate. What are you at doing? Home? True. <laughs> table manners, soda. Yeah, but Paul, we found ourselves in that situation hungry. You get the respite of an air-conditioned restaurant. No. Surely I've got to be given some sort of opportunity there. Mate, that's almost just not bathing for two days. <laughs> <laughs> Sam from Norwood. Sam, am I right or wrong? Hey, Beck and Soda. I'm sorry, but you are wrong. And oh, really? I lived in, uh, yeah, I lived in Noosa for a year, worked in Noosa, and people would come straight off the beach yep. in their bikinis, like string bikinis, speedos, oh. into cafes and restaurants and eat. <laughs> and I tell you, a lot of fine figures walking around, a lot of people very proud of their bodies, mm. but it's still wrong. Um, it's distracting. It's wrong. It's unhygienic. I think yep. with the hygiene... 
Do you have a hairy chest, do Soda? No, I don't have a hairy chest. Because I feel Hang like on. you don't want a, hair, a chest hair falling into your meal. Yeah, but <laughs> seriously, that's not an issue. Oh, I do like the fact, Sam, that people are getting in their Speedos. There is absolutely no place on the planet where you should go when your Speedos outside of a swimming pool. <laughs> no. It'd be like going in the OTR and asking for a Moe's hot dog because you've got it on show. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Ben in Clavelli Park, right or wrong? Hey, Beck and Soda. Um, look, I think it's absolutely right, and for two reasons. Well um, one, I guess, if you've got the rig light soda, why not? Get it out. <laughs> oh, um, and, the, and the other thing is, uh, if you've got it, flaunt it. If you ain't got it, still flaunt it, because mm. someone's going to dig it. So. Okay, all right. Good someone's going to dig you. Good on you, Benny. That lovely guy. Um, he's, yeah, lovely he's, guy. Because he's on your team. Correct. Um, <laughs> Melissa in Largs Bay, right or wrong? Definitely right, so to oh, go for it. You've got some support. <laughs> oh, wow. Melissa, yes, would you go into a cafe in your bikinis or your bathers, your one piece or something, if you were down near the Absolutely. beach? Absolutely. And I don't mind a bit of nudity, a bit of Maslin, a bit of nudity. Okay. All so right. I think if you've got it, flaunt it, and if you can, why not? Mm-hmm. Good on you, Mel. And right. Mel wants to know which sushi train and at what time <laughs> she should be. <laughs> <laughs> Cynthia in Andrew's Farm, the final word to you, right or wrong? Hi, Beck and Soda. Definitely wrong. What are you thinking, Soda? It is so inappropriate. What sort of example are you setting for Felix, number one, and you're not 20 anymore, mate? Put it away. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Cynthia. (laughs) All right. Uh, Wrong by one vote. Three to two. Wrong. Right. Today. Put put it away, lad. um, uh, Excuse me, uh, JB, what is the temperature today? Can you Uh, tell me what it's going to be? It's going to be 37 degrees today. Can someone, please, who's listening, go into a cafe or a restaurant today in just their bathers and send us the pic. Right, tag us. Please, there's got to be someone else in Adelaide right, that will do thank it. Thank you. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Checking the pulse on SA, it's the Soda Stream. Uh, it is going to be a steamer today and right across really the weekend. What are you steamer? looking at? Yeah, hot. I would say a stinker. Well, I can say steamer, can't okay, I? It's fine. Well, I'm just of, correcting you. You think of something else when you hear I a do, steamer. I do, I do. Just I drop the steamer. Do. Um, <laughs> That's what I think of. Yes. Well, it's going to be a hot day. Are you happy with stinker? It would be, could be a stinking steamer. <laughs> oh. oh, God, please. Oh, sorry. How do we get here? Sorry. So early. Poo um, it's going to be very, very hot. No doubt about that. Uh, lots of people have seen a few sharks. Where have we had them around uh, Henley, um, mm. certainly down at Brighton. I think Aldinga, someone spotted some big ones. Big ones. Uh, well, there was one yesterday around Semaphore, I think. So just be careful. There are plenty of them. Apparently, there's a bit of a feeding frenzy going off Kangaroo Island. So hundreds of sharks have been spotted around there. So be very careful if you're down at the beach and uh, listen for the warnings. Um, Here's one. What about this? Uh, The Lot, which is the company that looks Mm -hmm. after all of our Cross-Lotto and Powerball, uh, they have actually put out an alert. Please help us find our missing Division 1 winner from Monday and Wednesday Cross-Lotto draw. Draw number 4251. The amount is oh, $1 million. Purchased a winning ticket from Pimpala News Agency and Gifts. Right. A million bucks is waiting to be claimed. Yes. Now, either someone doesn't know where their ticket is or someone's probably making some plans at the moment and want to get their plans and affairs <laughs> sorted. <laughs> their bags packed and by the door. <laughs> before they claim. But there's a million dollars waiting out there. Check One person Check here them. in South Australia. So if you purchased it from the Pimpala News Agency and Gifts, make sure you uh, follow that up. Um, Beck, something I just come across, which I find really quite concerning. I'm quite a strong advocate for mental health and making mm-hmm. sure that people have strong mental fitness. Um, 
What do you, <laughs> you think? did check on me yesterday. You okay? <laughs> I got an are you okay text from you yesterday. Yeah, yeah I did. I, no, Good. I did. I yeah, sent you, you a message later because um, you're a bit tired and had a couple of things going on yesterday. So I did want to check that you're okay later on. And you said, much better. I feel fine now. Thank you. Um, a claim, uh, sorry, a research has come out on which job or which category of jobs do you think has the most mental health claims over the past year? I would be guessing your doctors, nurses, vets, healthcare people. Medical industry? Yeah. Uh, that is amongst it. But guess what number one is? Tradies. Tradies? Yes. Um, and we're up early, so many tradies might be listening in. Uh, guys and girls, if you're out in the tools, oh. um, we make sure that you're okay. Make sure your friends and that are okay. But essentially, your chippies, your sparkies, your plumbers, tilers, right. they are good. the people. So there were 14,244 claims for psychological injuries across Australia over the past year. That is up 64% wow. from five years ago. Check in on your friends. Yeah. Um, but you were right. Number two was health and welfare support workers. So we're talking like your ambos, your paramedics, nurses, even dental hygienists. Yeah, I think the uh, dentists that worked on your mouth are still <laughs> suffering PTSD with those teeth. Oh. Really? <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> okay, just can we add um, a radio host to a psychological claim because yes. of uh, the harassment that Done. I'm receiving from a co-host? You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. So we're joining the team at SAFM this week and um, I feel pretty lucky to be sitting next to you, Soda, because it turns out as of this week you're not only a radio star but a movie star. Well, I think that is a very, very loose description, but I've been very fortunate because I have a mate, his name is Pete Williams. He joins us in the studio. Great to have you here, Pete. Good to be here. Now, Pete is the writer, the director, the producer, everything, the key grip. He's probably even the Foley artist on this show, <laughs> which means he's doing everything for this film. Pete, um, tell us about this movie you're making. So the movie's called Emotion is Dead. It's a feature film. It's mm -hmm. a thriller. Um, we're saying it's somewhere between Parasite and Snowtown and Donnie Darko. And a bit of Bad Boy Bubby? A little bit of Bad Boy Bubby. <laughs> they made it in a very similar way. Over weekends. Oh my and gosh, Parasite is that is it that Korean film where the whole family dies? Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is a few deaths. Um, okay. So, Pete, tell us about the idea, and because you are shooting a lot of this around places we know well in Adelaide. Well, I've been away from Adelaide for fifteen years, making mm. movies in London and Los Angeles. Came back for COVID, and I wanted to make a really South Aussie film. So we're we're trying to make this film the most South Aussie film ever made. Right. So, how South Aussie is it? Give us an indication. Uh, we're filming at the Big Rocking Horse in Gamaraka. Oh. <laughs> we've got access to the old Holden factory in Elizabeth. Yeah. Um, yeah. All, all the places I loved growing up. Uh, absolutely magnificent. And so this film is pretty close to being finished, isn't it? You're getting to the pointy end. Yeah, we've filmed 30 days so far. We have maybe two days of pickups left. Right. And then the post-production. Yeah. Wow. And in those two days, we are going to insert a lucky listener into one of those scenes. Love it. This is going to be amazing. Um, Pete, we filmed the other night until 2.30am on Monday night, sitting on a boat in Outer Harbour in the South Australian Yacht Squadron, and there was guns and drugs and all these different oh. things there as props. <laughs> um, and I, I don't know how, but you've actually given me the opportunity to be a part of this movie. Thank you very much for being a part of it. I know you're scraping the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> He was getting a bit tired at the end there, so I felt <laughs> bad for him. Well, Peter, it was my first day on SAFM, so we'd been up early, and uh, it was fascinating. The thing that got me, Beck, was um, we were filming for probably about eight hours. Um, Pete, from that period of eight hours we filmed, how much uh, on-air movie time do you reckon you'll cut from that, roughly? That'll probably be about 60 seconds. No. <laughs> 
You're going to be on the cutting room floor, mate. Will will the line that I had in it, will it actually really make it, Pete, or there's still some chance it'll end up on the floor? 100% will make it. Really? Yeah, definitely. Oh, come on. It's essential to that scene. Okay, well, we we have it. We have one of the takes. Let's have a listen. Three, two, one, action. Not much of that around here anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That's the legitimate audio, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Can, can, I, can I hear it again, please? Sure, one more. Three, two, one, action. Not much of that around here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I really laughed a bit Pete, too is that hard. okay? Perfect. You're All still right. smiling. Yeah, no, it's amazing. <laughs> All right. Well, coming up next, we are going to give you the opportunity to star in this film. You'll get a guaranteed line, Pete? Definitely. Yep. Right. So all you need to do is give us a call, 131060, if you'd like to be in this film. And a release date, roughly, ballpark time? We're, we're hoping to submit it to Cannes Film Festival in March. Yeah. And then it will film festival for six six months or so, and then hopefully end of this year. Oh, my God. This is unbelievable. Right, pick a line from your favourite film. You get the chance to audition in front of us now. Um, now, Pete, you've spent the last 10 years in London. you spent five years in LA. So this is a wonderful film called Emotion is Dead, and it's essentially celebrating South Australia. Yeah, it's a love letter to South Australia uh, with a little bit of drugs and violence uh, thrown in the mix. <laughs> bit of death? <laughs> a little bit of death. Right, this yeah, is justified. fascinating. I am super excited about this. So we're going to give you the chance to star in this film. Now, Pete, am I right in saying that you will actually write a line and a role for the person depending on who you pick? That's right, yeah. So we've got maybe two or three shoot days left, so there's not yep. much of script time left. So we'll create a role, an original role, oh, wow. for the right wow. person. And then they'll get the chance, if you are, that we'll dress you all up. We'll be able to go and see uh, uh, the showing of the film and all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. You can actually become a legitimate bona fide star. <laughs> yep. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, my exactly. God. Exactly. Um, hey, what about this, though, Beck? Just before uh. we go to our first caller, do you know Pete, how I know Pete originally? He used to be an SNFL umpire. Really? Yeah, many, many moons ago, didn't it? A few years ago when... Show us your goal. <laughs> no. I was a bouncer. He was oh, a bouncer. Oh, you were the bouncer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the goal umpire. No, no, he was a, a legitimate sample umpire. And then obviously he's been then traveling the world wow. making movies and commercials and all sorts of things. <laughs> all right, Pete, we've got our first call at Candice from Flagstaff Hill. Morning, Candice. Good morning, guys. How are you going? Very good. good. Okay, Candice. Now, this is the line that you have chosen. Smoking. From the mask, of course. Okay, uh, Pete, you ready for this? Let's go. Candice, give us your best smoking. Smoking. Oh. That was really good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, Pete, do you need to hear a little more? I'd love to hear one more. I think the intonation was a little bit off on the second half. <laughs> Beck's excited because <laughs> you're talking syllables. English language. <laughs> go again, Candice. Go again. Smoking. Yeah, good Very one, Candice. Good. All right, okay. you're on the well short done. list. Let's go to Andrew in Hillbank. This is your line that you've chosen. Good morning, Vietnam. Uh, Andrew, you're a big fan of the film? I am, mate. I am. All right, well, hey, here is your chance, mate. You could become a movie star. Give Pete your best good morning, Vietnam. Good morning, Vietnam. Hey, wow. this is not a test. This is rock and roll. Yeah, good, Andrew. Very good, very good. Um, Andrew, can I just get you to lengthen out (laughs) a little more of the good morning Vietnam? Have another crack. Here you go, buddy. Of course. Good morning Vietnam! Yeah, there we go. He's got it. That's bringing back Robin Williams, isn't it? Uh, well, I can tell you one thing there. He took direction okay, didn't he? Very good. He yeah, perfect. Yeah. yeah. We're going to Brooke in Beaumont, who is going to recite Margot Robbie's famous line from Wolf of Wall Street. From now on, 
It's gonna be nothing but short, short skirts. Right. All right, Brooke. Good morning, Brooke. Morning. Okay, uh, Brooke, give us your best Margot. And from now on, it's gonna be nothing but short, short skirts around the house. And you know something else, Daddy? Mommy is just getting so sick and tired of wearing panties. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. And you've got the pot. <laughs> Uh, Pete, thoughts? Um, yeah, I might need a little bit of okay. time to compose myself after the panties came in. <laughs> I haven't heard that term used for a long, long time. Okay, wow. Kayleen from Medindi. Uh, morning, Kayleen. Oh, Muriel's morning. wedding. Okay. All right, Kayleen. Here we go. Muriel's wedding. This is your line. You're terrible, Muriel. Oh, that is iconic. Okay, Kayleen, give us your best. Uh, what is the name? Tony Collette. Yeah. Mm. You're terrible, Muriel. Good. Mm. Nice, strong Aussie okay, accent there. Nice. What did you think, Pete? I love, I love another shot, and I want you to really feel it. I want you to think about someone that you think is genuinely terrible. Get that in your heart, and then bring that line on. You're terrible, Muriel. Very nice. Yeah. Well done. Um, Kayleen, have you, got any, have you got any form in the industry? Uh, no, but I slightly. I did a cocaine when I was 13, so, um, you know. Fame and fortune there, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, that was a little while ago. <laughs> no, that's good. I'd say you've got a, a very nice CV. Uh, Rightio, where are we going, back? Let's go to Leone in Greenock, and this is your line from The Wedding Singer. You later. You're a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Leone, you're dark to choose that one, but let's hear it. Hey, Linda, you're a bitch. <laughs> Do you have a friend or relative? I don't know that I've quite got the time. <laughs> um, hey, yeah, Leonie, uh, who is the Linda in your life? Well, I can't say my neighbour. She's the Linda, but she's gorgeous. So okay. <laughs> now, this is going to be a really iconic South Australian film, and you're celebrating everything you can South Australian in it, like the big rocking horse. Uh, Popeye. Yes. yes. The Torrens Paddle Boats. Yeah. Frog Cakes. Oh. Ice Coffees. West End Beers. Oh. Really? All the icons in one film. Giant, giant Twins. Giant Twins? Yeah. Now, this part that you're going to write for whoever's successful this morning, you're thinking that they will be on Hindley Street acting. We have an epic chase scene coming up mm-hmm. where our hero gets chased down the whole length of Hindley Street mm-hmm. right. and he needs some obstacles as he's running away from the bad guys. Okay. So I think that might be the role. Oh my gosh! I feel really? like I'm qualified to be stumbling down Highland Street just quietly. Is, have we got some? Can Beck pop in somewhere in the movie anywhere? Can we get Beck somewhere? Beck, do you want it? I just. Oh, I heard it took eight hours to shoot one. Oh. I'm a busy person. <laughs> we'll get yours done in six hours. <laughs> Beck, can we? Would you like to Call actually? Call my agent. <laughs> can we legitimately get you involved? Yeah. I'd love Seriously. to. I just didn't want to take a part away from no, no. someone else. No, no, it's another no, part. Can we get Beck somewhere part. in there? Definitely. Yeah. Pete can't say no. I'm sitting right here. <laughs> that's, exa- that's exactly why I asked in that manner. <laughs> All right, Beck. Beck, more auditions. Who have we got? Let's go. Okay, we've got Gary in the Limestone Coast with this line from the film Napoleon Dynamite. Tina, come get some ham. <laughs> that's a real random one, Gaz. But give it a crack for us. Tina, come get some ham. Oh, that's amazing. (laughs) Good work, Gaz. Um, uh, Gaz, can you go again? Can we just hear hear that one more time? Yeah, right. Tina, come get some ham. (laughs) Can we we get it again in an Aussie accent? Because this is a very Aussie film. Can you do a real ochre Aussie accent with it? Yeah, I'll have a crack. Um, Tina, come get some ham. (laughs) (laughs) 
so good. That's pretty good. Brilliant. All right, Sean from Hewitt. Uh, oh, well, hey, this film needs no introduction, so let's just hear the line and if you can get the film. Nice. That's a knife. Oh, Crocodile Dundee. Okay, Sean, oh, give us your That's Not a Knife. That's not a knife. That's a knife. Nice. I use that at all my barbecues in town. <laughs> I, I just go, that's not a snag. That's a snag. <laughs> I wasn't scared. Were you scared by that? No, mm. actually, we, do you need Sean to scare us? Can you scare us, Sean? <laughs> no, he's scared. That's not a knife. That's a knife. Yeah. Scary. Yeah, that was yeah. chilling. Absolutely well chilling. Yeah. Right. Okay, Michael in Brooklyn Park with this famous line from Scarface. Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> Oh, hey, um, JB, can you just play that line again? I love it. Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> One of the great movies of all time, Pete. Uh, okay, Michael from Brooklyn Park. Michael, give us uh, your say hello to my little friend. Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> I love it. There's a spin on that. Now, I'm imagining, Pete, because we are talking iconic South Australian, do you need to say hello to my little friend in your best Aussie accent of all time? That'd be amazing. All right, here we go, Mike. Hey, mate, say hello to my little friend. <laughs> <laughs> Should be a little mate, probably, in Australia. Uh, <laughs> Michael. Well, it's going to be tough to choose. I've liked right all of them. Yeah, what are we doing now? I mean, like... well, Okay, well, we're going to go to news now. Yes. All right, Pete, we are going to deliberate. Um, when we come back from news, can we decide who will be in Hindley Street for Emotion is Dead and will become our next South Australian superstar? SAFM's Beck and Soda. We've had an amazing morning because we're very fortunate enough to have Pete Williams here. He has written and he's putting together a wonderful Australian, South Australian, I might add, film called Emotion is Dead. Um, Pete, and you're looking for one of our listeners to come on board and be in your movie. Definitely am. And the response today was so, so good. It's been amazing. Amazing. Um, Beck, our phones have been chockers because we've been taking auditions where you recite your favourite line of a movie. Um, our phones actually crashed because we had so many people lining up to audition. We've had to reset everything. Mm. There's been a bit of an IT meltdown, <laughs> um, which has been brilliant because essentially someone will get the chance to be in this movie. Yeah. So we want to widen the net. Well, we have to because so many people are still waiting. So, Pete... What we're going to do, and you've obviously been um, mining through some of the auditions you've heard this morning. Are you impressed? Very good. Quality is yeah. very high and yeah. lots of variety. Yeah. Right. Well, the person who wins this role, the filming will be done in Hindley Street, a bit of a car chase scene, yeah? Yep. Right. And it'll be done over a weekend in February, so you need to be available as well. What we're going to do is give you the opportunity, safm.com.au, from lunchtime onwards, you'll be able to register. We're going to do some more editions on Monday because so many people haven't had the chance to get on air. Mm. We want to make sure that we give everyone that wants to have a go an opportunity to be involved. safm.com.au from lunchtime onwards. Register your interest. All the details will be there. Pete, can you come back in Monday and we might try and run some more editions as well? Love to. Right. This is going to be amazing. It's not like you've got a film to make. (laughs) (laughs) Plenty of time on my hands. I'm very busy. (laughs) Pete, we've got to make sure we get it right. I'm I'm so excited about this film. It celebrates everything South Australian. SAFM's Beck and Soda, a new way to wake up. Get SAFM's Beck and Soda anywhere, anytime on the free listener app, SAFM.